Loitering in Wonderland Westworld Review. Hello, citizens. I need to fix that theme song if I weren't so near the end of the show, because uh, it just cuts off like before I can start talking every time. It drives me insane. Anyway, uh, episode 15 of LAW, the Westworld Review. LAW, Westworld Review. There's no the. What the fuck am I doing? I feel like uh, I should have done a lot more than 15 episodes, but it's only a show that's out for two seasons, and it's only 20 episodes and two movies, so it makes sense. But every other one of my shows, like Walking Dead is 100... I'm recording 128, 129 today. Uh, fucking Twilight Zone, I'm, what am I doing? <laughs> fucking like 135th episode. My other shows are like around 100, and this one's at 15, and I feel like I've been doing it for years, because I have, because this show comes out so slowly. Like season three doesn't come out till 2020, so I'm probably going to do season three, because I'm sure shit gonna watch it because I love this show, but man, it's just it's it's a slow burn. It's a slow release. It's it's a which normally I love a slow release, you know. Um, anyway, episode two hundred three of uh, Westworld, Virtu Virtue Fortuna, Virtue and Fortune, for all you non-Italian speakers, I guess. So. Yes, we're doing these back-to-back. I'm going to finish off Westworld Season 2 fucking finally after a year that they've been out. So the this one shows a, basically a another one of our, uh, I don't want to say Westworld, our Robot Lands, uh, one of our uh, Delos playgrounds. What do, what do we call these things? I don't even know. I, I think they're called something else. I, I just read the, the trivia for this episode, and I completely forgot what the wording is, but it's basically a different park. Think of it like Jurassic Park. This is a different world. It's, it's a... It's India. It's like India, I don't know, turn of the century-ish, kind of maybe a little later. I didn't really get a timeline down, maybe 1920, maybe my guess, based on the pants they're wearing. But it's, uh, and then they're playing this like Indian version with like the bing, bong, bong, that little thing, that large thing that they play. It's like a guitar in their, on their shoulder. It's playing uh, Seven Nation Army by White Stripes, and I was like, doom. Ding 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 ding, 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 ding. It's like I was like, okay, <laughs> what are we doing? Like, because they they show a band in the shot and they're playing that, and I'd be like, this is kind of taking it out of me if I'm if I just paid I don't know how many millions of dollars to go to this park for however long, and they're playing a modern song <laughs> and trying to pass it off like as an ancient culture song, I'd be a little uh, be like, okay, I know this fucking song, therefore I don't want to be here. This is kind of taking me out of the reality a little bit here. But whatever, what do I know? Um, oh, God, what do I want to say here? <laughs> uh, they, they mentioned in the previously on Westworld, how they're like, a tiger. This is the first time one of our creatures or one of our things has ever crossed into another park. And then this is what this whole opening scene is, because it's a girl and a guy, and they meet uh, some fucking, who gives a shit? They're, they meet, they start like fooling around, they're kissing, they go back to the hotel room, they start kissing. And she thinks he's a robot, and he's like, I'm not a robot. And she's like, prove it. Only one way to prove it. And she walks over and has a table full of guns, and he's like, I I really don't want to do this. And she walks over, pulls a pistol, puts a clip in it like a fucking Luger, and shoots him in the chest, and he falls over, and she walks over, and then he sees that he's just hurt, and he's got like a big welt on his chest, and he's like, what the hell? And she gets down on him, she's like, let's do it. I like it like this. And And at this point, I am like, my penis has retreated back into itself like a bear hibernating for the winter. It is never coming out. Never coming out for this person. Maybe never again. I don't know. I don't I don't know how I'm going to pee. It's going to retreat so far, and my urethra is going to go just like, whoop, whoop, and it's going to pour out of me like a weird leaky hole, like a leaky dam. And, and it's never going to come back out. 
because I got shot in the chest while while rock hard because they were making out pretty aggressively. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, oh god, my dick is fall back, fall back. Oh god, we're losing casualties. Oh god. And it's just uh it's it's gone forever. It's just tucked its way back up in there. It's turtled forever. It's not it's not gonna come out. It's just gonna die in its shell. In its tortoise shell. It's done. That's it. Anyway, so uh they we they leave later after they after they fuck. They find a tent, they go inside, there's dead people, and we think they're robots, and then she reveals that no, no, these are people. I met them on the train on the way here. They get a, uh, one of the guides shows up and he pulls a gun and he shoots the guy in the fucking chest. And then she runs inside, grabs another gun, and she walks out and shoots the guy in the fucking cheek and blows it off. Like his whole fucking jaw is messed up. And then she runs out into the wilderness and then uh, we, hear, we see the tiger coming after her. And then she pulls around, shoots him in the back. He still chases her. She walks up to a cliff overlooking the water. And then the tiger, like, fucking literally, like, does, like, a tackle. Like, he's on the 20-yard line, and she's trying to break free. And he just, and then we don't see what happens until later. So, yes, the Ashley, Bernard, and this is going to be, this episode, by the way, is going to be, and I feel like for a while, is just going to be me listing names. Because it's constantly two or three people breaking off, doing their thing, meeting two or three other people, having a little conversation, and then moving on. It's It's like a Walking Dead episode. But really quality, because I'm enjoying the premise. I'm enjoying the characters. that Characters that are robots that The Walking Dead can't even compete with, which is fucking bizarre and sad, really. And characters I already love because of the comic books. So they have zero excuse. Anyway, this isn't here to bitch about The Walking Dead. They, uh, Ashley, Bernard, Charlotte, they're looking for Peter Abernathy. And when I heard his fucking name, I got really excited because if you remember episode one of this, of this fine program or episode three, technically of this review show, uh, which is episode 101 of, of Westworld review, because the first two episodes were the first two movies. Uh, I was so excited about Peter Abernathy. I love that fucking actor. I, I don't know him outside of this really. I don't think I do at all, but like I know him meaning see him and other things. Not, he's not my buddy. But I, I really enjoyed him. He had like such crazy expressive eyes, and I was like, "Holy shit, this guy's killing it!" He like really drew me into the first first episode, which therefore drew me into the entire series. So I was I got really excited when they mentioned his name. I didn't realize how much of him we'd see. And then uh, with their they're questioning Bernard about like, where do you think Peter Abernathy went? Where would he have gone? Where would he have gone? And, and Bernard's like, "He's a robot. They don't know that yet." And he starts to freak out. And then they he has like a memory of tracking Peter and they don't really go into where that leads necessarily. I guess they do later, but we don't know that in the moment. And I guess because they meet up with them later, like where would he have gone? Ooh, spooky, spooky. And apparently it works out. Uh, Rebus. I don't know if I've ever said his name. It's played by Stephen Ogg and I love him so much that I usually just refer to him as Stephen Ogg. He's holding a bunch of people hostage, him and his men. I have like a bunch of humans hostage, uh, women on their knees, and he's like, I'm going to fucking rape these bitches. Aha! Wait, what's this off screen? And he walks off. And then he hears uh, Charlotte screaming, and she gets a tree. She flips him off, and he goes over to her, and he's like, oh, you, you're you going to fetch me a pretty penny. Yep, yep, yep. And then he gets ambushed by Bernard, hitting the head with a rock, and Bernard reprograms him. And then sends him back out there. And then Stephen Ogg comes out there. Rebus, if you will. Goes out there and he sees his own men. He's like, you guys holding these ladies hostage? And he shoots all his men. And he lets the women go. <laughs> like, okay, this is interesting. But then they meet up with Bernard and Charlotte. Meet up with Peter Abernathy. He's back. We're going to get a genuine round of applause for me on this. And I'm very excited. And I saw him like, oh, yes. 
Even though my notes say Pater, P-A-T-E-R. I don't know how I fucked that up. <laughs> Why autocorrect let me. Pater? Is that a word? A word I don't know if... Oh, I guess it's because it's capitalized. So it was like, you know, that's a name. Even though if I write some names wrong, it's... It, whatever. Okay, it still does the underline red thing on other names. Whatever. Fuck you. Anyway, uh, not you. Not you, listeners. Fuck you to Notepad, whatever the hell this is called on... What's this called? What's this program called? Oh, God. I'm freaking out, and it's driving me insane that I can't think of it. Um, yep, doesn't matter. Pages. Pages on a, on a Mac. Thank God I solved that riddle. Thank God. It's the only riddle that gets solved in this episode. Uh, it's, always, it's, just, it's just them building their, their riddles. Actually, the next episode is, is called The Riddle of the Sphinx, so I guess we'll hear some more riddles next episode. Um, Dolores, she talks to the, some colonel guy to get a new army, and I expected her to do the same thing she did in the last episode where she kills him and brings him back to life. She does not. She convinces them to follow her because she pulls out. She's like, the guy's like, why would we follow you? And she goes, I'll give you weapons. I'll give you weapons. And she pulls out this like little futuristic machine gun they have, and he sprays it, and he's like, holy shit. <laughs> She's like, those are all yours. I don't care about the weapons. I just want your men. Your men are going to help me get out of here. And he's like, okay. And then notice the wording I chose there. Notice the wording she chose there because that's important. Uh, Maeve, Hector, and Lee are all together, and Lee's a whiny bitch. They're running through the woods, or through the desert. I always want to say woods, but they're not. Through the desert, they get into a little stream. They start walking down it. They're trying to... I don't know I don't know where they're going exactly. I know they're trying to flee. It seems like she had her chance when she was getting on the train, but whatever. She's trying to get out of there. Um, Lee turns around. He sees a couple Indians are tracking them, and the Indians are like, you're not going anywhere. We're bringing him with us. And then they're like, nah. So they run away, <laughs> literally run away. And then they get into those elevators and goes down below. And the Indians are like, hmm, interesting, interesting. Okay, okay. And then it cuts. And I was like, okay, that went on way too long. <laughs> like, I, This is a couple seconds. I'm probably exaggerating, but I was like, okay, I get it. I was hoping the Indians would be like, sort of scratching his head and be like, hmm, where did they go? <laughs> like, you might as well, hmm, below ground, huh? Interesting. I'm not aware of it. I didn't know what to call that because I don't have the, the framework or the English ability to, to call that anything. And I wouldn't understand him if he was speaking in his tongue. So Because luckily they have a translator. Luckily Hector speaks that, their language. So and He's out of the shot now because he went down below in the uh, crazy desert elevator that we're all familiar with. I can't tell you how many times I'm walking around the desert here outside of Phoenix. And just like stumble into a goddamn elevator and go down below into an evil secret laboratory. It's so fucking annoying. It's, it's like... It's like tripping over a rock out there. It is so fucking irritating. It happens all the time. And I have to be like, guys, I'm sorry. I was just wandering around the desert. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when you pull into a, a parking lot and you didn't mean to. And it's got one of those gates. And you have to like awkwardly back up while people are trying to go in behind you. But you're like, sorry, 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 sorry. Can I just go in the gate and whip it around there? And they're like, no, we can't let you in. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't really have an escape plan now that I'm fucking here. So how the fuck do I get out of here if you don't let me? And if I back up, I'm going to go over that and it's going to rip out my fucking tires. So what the fuck do you want me to do? Um, so I just did two comparisons there in once. I did two analogies on top of each other. I don't know why, but uh, it's reminding me of each other. And this is how my brain works. So yes, they're, they, they go into the goddamn elevator and they're out of there. Dolores, um, Teddy. Uh, again, it's just going to be me listing names. Dolores and Teddy are talking. They find Peter and Peter's fucking crazy. Peter's lost his goddamn mind. He's just saying weird shit, and he's not making any sense. Because if you remember, they fried him before, and they took him out of service because his brain was fucked, and they put him, like, standing there naked, just in a room by himself before they put all the other ones in there. 
So he's he's lost it a little bit. He's he's got like four or five personalities going on. He he's not handling it too well. Seems a little schizophrenic, really. Um, Teddy's just like, who is that guy? And she's like, you don't remember, do you? I'm like, no, because you didn't fucking wake him up like everybody else. We need Maeve here to get this guy, get him woke, get Teddy woke. And then she's like, oh, he's my dad. He's my life. He's my life. He's my life. And then Teddy's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, oh, that's my dad. Uh, we need to fix his goddamn brain because he's a lunatic right now. And then they're like, yeah, that's probably true. We probably need to do that. And then, uh, yeah, Lee, Hector, and Maeve, they're going down the tunnels now because they're down below ground because they went down to the desert elevator. Uh, and then they start to hold hands. And Pete, Lee is insanely fucking stupid. And he's like, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? No, no, no. You guys aren't programmed for love. You're programmed to be isolated by yourselves. You're not supposed to love anybody. And Hector, you're supposed to love what's-her-name. What's-her-name is, is your only love, and you can't have her because she's dead. And, and Maeve's like, fuck that. We're going to love each other. Mm, we're going to fuck right now. And then they start walking away, holding hands. And Lee's just like, mm. And Maeve walks over to him, and she's like, bitch, why are you being so whack? I don't know what I'm doing right now. Uh, she's like, what's the story of that girl who he's, he's fawning over, like the, the, the girl they can't have. And she's like, he's like, it was a girl who was my wife and she left me cause she didn't like my work. So and she's like, so you killed her and put her in the story. And he's like, maybe. Is he getting a little psychotic or what? Do I have character now? Do, 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 does the audience like me now? Cause I have character now. Cause they forced this in there. Anyway. I should probably move on, right? I should probably move on. Yeah, I'm trying to look at my notes because there's so many goddamn names. It's hard to keep track of where I'm at. Oh, God. Um, Dolores and Bernard, guess what they're talking about? The real world. Uh, I'm talking about the real world. Uh, they're in, they're, they're standing, sitting over top Peter, and Bernard's trying to work on Peter, trying to get him his brain all unfucked. And they're talking about the real world and how she remembers the real world, and she's going to use it. And they just determine that Bernard determines that there's a tracking chip inside Peter. I'm just going to go through this storyline because they keep coming back to it, but I'm not going to keep coming back to it because it's fucking pointless. Uh, it, it makes sense in the framework of telling a story back and forth, but I'm not going to do that here because I'm not telling a story. I'm, I'm reviewing a goddamn show. Keep up. So they, they, they have a tracking chip inside Peter, and that, that's how they're able to find him. And they're like, we don't want them to do that, so let's go ahead and remove this somehow. And then uh, Dolores walks out, and then he starts to, like, try to fix Peter. <laughs> and then Peter's just, like, like going crazy. He's like, ah, 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 he's saying words, but I don't remember what it was. A bunch of weird shit, like, reciting poetry. And then he's just like, ah, ah. And Bernard's like, oh, fuck, what did I do? Oh, I, I meant to unfuck him, but I fucked him harder. Oh, God, I fucked him so hard. Right in the brain. Oh, Jesus Christ, what did I do? I turned him off. I broke Peter. Oh, God, Dolores is going to be so mad, and she seems like a tyrannical dictator now. Oh, fuck me. Uh, and then we see Tattoo Lady. She is killing some people downstairs in the in the bunker when she meets up with uh, Maeve and Lee. And then we also she re realized the people she's take, taken hostage are Felix, who I haven't seen in a while, and I'm glad he's alive. It's hard to keep track of if Felix is alive or not. I'm like, oh, he is, good. And the other lab guy, who I don't give a shit if he's dead or not. And the show knows that, so they're keeping around as, as like, in case we have to kill somebody. Because they don't want to kill Felix. <laughs> so they keep the, so the creepy guy around, the, the rapist guy. He's a rapist, right? Did he try to fuck one of the robots when he shouldn't have been? That's considered rape in my book. Ah, sorry about that. I had to enjoy myself. <laughs> ah.
Anyway, so Charlotte and a bunch of soldiers, all her men, that uh, they they start to attack Dolores and her army at the at where the fuck that place is that she took all those guys from before. They start to attack. They have like a fucking full on war scene here. Um, they go in and they they kill a bunch of the the robots, the the cowboy robots, because they have machine guns and the other guys do not. And they go in and they steal Peter. And Dolores is like, we got to get Peter back. And then she's like, I have to get back to Sweetwater. There's something I need there. And I'm like, what the fuck is it? Is it that photo? Because I don't give a shit. What the fuck else do you need there? And Dolores, uh, I couldn't keep track of it. I can't keep track of Dolores's fucking back and forth bullshit about betraying people and that. Because she betrays the colonel because of the wording earlier. Like, no, I told you I need your men to help me get out of here. And I was like, okay, why... How did, how is this helping you right now? I don't, I don't, I, maybe they'll make sense of it later, but at this point I'm like, I don't know why these guys had to die for you to just flee on horseback anyway. What this had to do with anything. I, I don't understand. Why is, and why is Peter the key? They haven't gotten to that yet. I'm sure they will, but they haven't yet. So I'm, I'm not like mad and I'm like, I trust the show. I know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Uh, I don't know why I said I know what they're doing. That's the entire point. I don't know. Uh, I, I trust them. I don't, it's not like The Walking Dead where I don't trust them at all. And I, I feel like they're going to answer this here. I feel like it's going to come up. But I don't know. I don't understand Dolores' plan. I don't know why she's just getting these people to die. when It, it seems like she could just not do that. Uh, I hope they get around to answering that. I feel like they could not answer that. And that would that would bug me. But I don't quite understand her plan. She brings over the guy that she killed earlier and brought back to life, and she's like, I told you, I, I'd fucking, I gotta do this, and I'm gonna kill them all, I'm make, make the land a weapon, mm-hmm. and then I was like, holy fuck, she's savage, and she's like, Teddy, take him up back and kill him, kill them all, and Teddy goes back, and, and basically she makes Teddy her executioner, but of course, Ted, of course Teddy's, his name is Teddy, he's a lovely guy, he's, he's a lovely, cut, cuddly teddy bear, he, his name is Teddy, and he goes out back, and uh, the guy is on his knees, and he's like, you and I are just still like, why are you doing this? Like, come on. And Teddy, like, and Dolores is uh, spying on him, like trying to test Teddy. Trying to test to Teddy. Where am I going with this? I was going to do a pun, but it didn't work. I'm just going to sit in my failure for three seconds. One, two, three. Um, so she watches him uh, shoot a bullet into the wall and then let all of the men go. And then she's like, ah, typical Teddy. Shakes her head and walks away. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Is she going to kill Teddy now? Is she going to be against Teddy? Because at this point, if the robots die, they might be done for good. So I don't, I don't I hope Teddy doesn't go. I hope he has some sort of redeeming scene later. I don't know. Uh, maybe he's the one that stops Dolores. That would be fitting. The uh, uh, Apparently the uh, opening woman from the scene... Woman in the opening scene, I should say, is is alive. She, the tigers washed up ashore. It's dead. She washes up ashore. She starts to crawl. She looks up and gets uh, the Indians come out of nowhere and they're gonna take her. It looks like we don't really see what happens though, which I'm sure they're gonna come back to. Maeve and Lee are walking around. Uh, all the all their guys and Hector or whatever, and they're looking around and then Lee out of nowhere just pulls something out of a snowbank or something like that. I don't know if it was a snowbank or where the fuck it was, but it ends up being a head. And he's like, Oh, what the hell? I'm like, who walks over and just pulls things out of mounds of things and doesn't expect it to be gross. When's the last time you found something in a big mound of something? And I'd be like, yes, delicious. Oh, chocolate. What the hell? <laughs> oh, it's great. Never, never happened. 
No, it's either an old stump in the woods and there's disgusting 1970s porno in a bag or it's going to be a, a, a dead samurai head, like in this case, because that's what it was. And then uh, they turn around and then a bunch of samurai, or maybe one samurai comes out of nowhere and he's like, swinging his little samurai sword. That's the noise of a sword. Ching, 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 ching. And it sounds like I'm saying ching, ching. I'm not doing that. I'm doing a, I'm trying to do a metal metallic noise of a sword. I'm failing and it sounded racist. I'm sorry. That's not the Westworld world I want to live in, okay? Anyway, that's the end of the episode. Virtue e Fortuna. Delightful episode. It, w- it was okay. I don't know. I liked the last episode a lot more. 202 was a lot more interesting. Uh, th- 203 was just kind of a, an episode where they're all trying to get somewhere next. And it's kind of a transition episode. Not transition as storyline. Transition as far as them traversing the desert. And I'm like, okay. And Maeve finally got out of the fucking bunker and is, and is walking around outside. Now she's right back there. And then she's back outside. And I was like, okay, how many back and forths are we going to do? So she clearly walked over to Samurai World somehow. So maybe they were there now. I don't know. And we saw three different worlds then. Whatever. Moving on. LOWstudios.com. LoityWonderland at gmail.com. LoityWonderland on YouTube. Uh, Patreon.com slash LoityWonderland Studios. Thank you to the Indie Sports Car Podcast. Until next time. And in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. <sighs> so long, citizens. What else can I say, you know?